Okay, so... You have to understand that... God gave us a game plan, right? He gave us instructions on life. I don't know if you've heard, like, the acronym for Bible is Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. It's pretty interesting because I'm just having, like, a lot of just beautiful revelation by actually implementing the teachings of Jesus. There's just so much joy that comes from being disciplined and following these instructions to a T. And it's just, it's just really amazing. Um, I don't know if you've heard this um, saying before, that energy flows where attention goes, but that makes a lot of sense when you're speaking in the context of discipline. And fasting is a way to discipline the flesh and have your spirit take control of carnal desires and so in this life we get no breaks you know the enemy doesn't give you a break because it's time to go to sleep you're taking a break because the flesh the body needs its rest but since we are truly eternal beings we never actually sleep as far as our spirit, you know. And so the body may shut down and start to rest. Your mind is still active. So even before you fall asleep, your thoughts never stop. They're always going. And you have to... Um, I forget the exact Bible quote, but you have to basically um, make your thoughts obedient to Christ as well. Because, like I said, energy flows where attention goes. So when you think of something and you keep thinking about it, you're growing that. You're growing that thought. You're manifesting it. And thankfully, we're not at a state where what we think instantaneously manifests because that would be very scary. That would be a very scary power. And I'm glad that it takes time to manifest our thoughts because there's all kinds of crazy thoughts out there. You could think a bad thought and something bad could happen that quick, you know? So, I'm doing this episode in regards to the biggest sin that's prominent right now in these last days, which is sexual impurity. 
Now, if you're married, then, you know, there's a little bit of leeway in that. But if you're not and you're single, then you have to make every thought obedient to Christ. That's that's what I was looking for earlier. You have to surrender all your thoughts to Christ. And so there's rules to this game. There's rules to this life. The game of life. And as a single man, even if you've become good at not lusting women during the daytime, because every man on this earth, every being on this earth has to deal with lust. Nobody's exempt from that. If you say that you are, then you're lying to yourself. Because that's the biggest hang up right now, you know, and that's what's going to lead a lot of people to hell. So there are Jezebel's. There's a Jezebel spirit and there's an incubus and succubus and um, demons do try to focus on attacking you sexually while you sleep and getting you to fornicate in your sleep. And um, just like you doing in the daytime where you distract yourself and, and not focus on that thought, the same goes for when you're dreaming or in the spirit world, the same rules apply. So, um, yeah, you have, you have to, uh, make every thought obedient to Christ. And, um, so that just happened to me in, in the dream state. I was put in a situation with a female and it could have went the way I wanted it too but I had to remind myself no this isn't right this is fornication I am a single man but this woman and I are not married and this is not appropriate for me to have these thoughts so I'm not going to indulge and I'm not going to continue thinking and growing this thought by focusing on that thought that sexual thought. And as soon as I said no, it stopped. And sometimes as men, you wake up with a physical response to that. A lot of men wake up with physical responses to that. But when you discipline your body through fasting, your spirit gains control of the body. And when you stop it, it stops. It goes away. It retreats. So I'm speaking in a way to where you can understand what I'm saying without using any trigger words. Because there's a lot of trigger words that can activate those thoughts again. So this is just a brief, a brief little lesson that I hope will help others when disciplining yourself say you have a family and you're running a household there are rules in that house to make that house run efficiently 
If you're a parent and you have kids and kids have chores, then you're running. It's like running a business, right? And there's, there are steps to running a business. You know, when you show up at your business, you turn on the lights, right? And you turn on the electronics or the cash register machines and the TVs or whatever. And then maybe you start cleaning or you start stocking the shelves. But either way, there's steps. If you're running a bakery, you have to take the dough out and then you have to begin cooking and preparing and baking the goods before you open the store. So when it's time to open up, things are ready. Same thing when closing the store. You have to shut things down. You have to start cleaning um, cooking appliances and so forth. So those same types of rules apply when running this physical vessel that our spirit resides in. Hope that helps. Okay, so um, I want to get into this dream that I had. Let's see. It was today's Sunday, February 16th, 2020. So in this dream, I was walking somewhere. It felt like I was coming up to the entrance of a school or some type of building. And, um, as I was about to walk in, I seen one of my friends. Well, I don't know. I will say a friend because friends are probably like people that you talk to on a daily basis or something. But he, he was a friend of mine. Cause I used to see him a lot. I just haven't seen him in a while, but his name's Eric Bender and he's actually a Christian, uh, worship leader, I think at a, a church, but he used to go to the same, um, MMA gym that I went to. And, um, so I seen him and, um, I'm like, Hey Eric, hey, how's it doing? How are you, how are you doing, man? I haven't seen you in a while. And we were just like catching up or whatever. And, he was like, man, this guy over here, bro, he's he's got the stuff. He's like, look, he's like, everybody, uh, nobody can beat this guy. So I turned and looked to my left because, like I said, I was walking in. I was about to walk in, and he was, like, standing at the door facing the right, and there was some guy over there, and um, all these people. People, there was probably like a group of guys trying to take this dude out, and he was taking everybody out. And all these people were just laying on the ground, like shell shocked. I mean, it, it was almost like they got hit with some type of chi energy or some type of force, like Star Wars or something. Like they got hit with the force. Like they were definitely fighting, but once he made contact with them, so when they try to attack him, like he's blocking them and he's doing all this, these cool, uh, defense moves and, and, uh, but once he hit him, like, bam, it was like, like a Bruce Lee hit or 
it was just, it was amazing actually to see, you know, but I immediately knew what was going on, you know, and he was just knocking everybody on the ground. And I'm just like, Eric, you know what's going on. I mean, we're Christian. Like this guy's using demonic energy to immobilize and, 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 uh, paralyze these people, you know, or momentarily paralyze them, you know, these people were knocked on the ground and they were not, they were, they were like in, in pain, but they were more like in, in, they were stunned. Like the true word of being stunned, like physically and mentally, like they did not know what had, what they got hit with. It was like an EMP strike or something. Like it was definitely like there was definitely something frequency or some type of unseen energy that immobilized them physically and mentally had them in just like awe, you know, they were in awe, almost like, bam, like they're just completely discombobulated. And I'm like, man, we're Christian. We have, we have more power than this guy. And so while I'm talking to Eric, I see that I'm getting to him. So I'm like, you can take this guy. This guy is nothing. Like he has, he has no force over you. So then Eric went to try to go fight this guy. And the same thing happened to Eric. He was knocked on his, on his back, paralyzed and stunned. And so I knew that even though Eric was a Christian and I'm a Christian, there are levels <laughs> to this, right? And the levels being is basically what I was telling you in the beginning, right? Demons recognize authority based upon belief. Belief is determined by obedience and discipline and implementing the teachings of Jesus to a T. Be ye perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Only then do you gain power. That's when you gain power. Remember, Jesus would go, would wake up really early in the morning and pray for like five, six, seven, eight hours before he hit the streets. Then when he hit the streets, it was like, bam, you're healed. Get up and walk. You're healed. You're, you're, I've raised you from the dead. Like that's when all the power came from because of his obedience and discipline and spending that much time with the Lord. So this guy was extremely, this guy that was knocking everybody down. I mean, there's probably like 15, 20 people on the ground. I mean, this dude was super feeling himself. You know what I mean? And I walked up and to him and I said, I know what you're doing and it's demonic and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And he's just laughing at me. He's super arrogant and cocky. And the other people that are standing around that were debating, that were basically wanting to challenge this guy, but were on the sidelines second guessing if they should or shouldn't do it. They're all watching me scared. Like, uh-oh, this is the next guy that's about to get knocked, knocked on the ground. Cause there's already 15 guys on the ground, you know, 15, 20 dudes laying on the ground in pain. They still haven't been able to get up, you know, like when this dude, when this dude like connected and hit, hit, 
hit his opponents, they were immobilized. I mean, they weren't going anywhere. They were still moving on the ground, but they couldn't get up. You know, like they could, it was like their mind was disconnected from their body. They they were just squirming and just like worms on the ground. Like, eh, like but they just couldn't even lift their heads up. They couldn't like, they could lift their head maybe a little bit, but the their upper body wasn't getting up. They were not, none of them were ever getting to a point to where they were just sitting up. None of them. They were just all like, uh, like none of them could get up. You know, they were like moving and slithering and, you know, trying to figure out how to just sit up. Cause first you got to sit up and then put your hands on the ground and maybe like turn over on all fours and then try to push up off the ground and try to stand up. None of them were at that point. They were just all on their backs and they just couldn't get their mind to communicate with their bodies to do the correct things to stand up again. So the, the, the bystanders that were looking around, you know, <laughs> none of them was, of course, they're waiting for the next person to stand up and try, but none of them were in a hurry to try, you know, and it's kind of like that John Jones fight, right? Like John Jones just kind of had a, a real close fight in Houston or in Texas. I don't know if it was in Houston, but it was in Texas uh, last weekend. And so now I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who feel like they're going to be able to to knock this dude out based on his performance at his last fight. That's that's the kind of way it works. Like once somebody feels like there's a hole in your game plan that could be exposed, then everybody comes out the woodwork to try to to uh, challenge you, especially if you're undefeated like John Jones is. And he's been undefeated for like a decade. So that was kind of like what was going on with this, right? And John Jones is a Christian, by the way, and I'm not sure he's a completely obedient Christian just by the way that he speaks and and um, talks. Sorry, I woke up with a, a little bit of a cold this morning. So anyway, um, so I approached this guy, right? And... He's super arrogant. And I tell him, like, I know I know exactly what you're doing. I know how you're doing it. And you're not going to do that to me. And so immediately he tries to strike me. And I think I dodged it or I slipped a punch. And but now we're beginning. Now we're beginning to tang tango, so to speak, right? So now we're actually beginning the fight. And it comes to a point where he's frustrated and embarrassed a little bit because it, he didn't have to use so much work with other people. I mean, of course, when they began the tango, you know, people were trying to punch and and all that, but. As soon as anybody actually tried to grab a hold of him and take him down and he struck him, it was a wrap. But between me and him, I never tried to grab him. So he tried to grab me. And when he grabbed me, I didn't strike him. I just reached and, and uh, I reached my, like he had grabbed like my clothing high up, like kind of like if you were wearing a gear or whatever, like sometimes they'll try to grab the gi 
on on at the top where it kind of overlaps. So he tried to grab my clothing right there. Um, inside, like like under my neck, right, like close to my my chest area, and I just wrapped my arm around his arm, and I put my hand on his clavicle, like the bone, the 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 bone right uh below your neck, like underneath your shoulders, kind of like a little dent right there. It's actually a pressure point, so that's where I grabbed. And I started pressing my thumb into that pressure point. And he just be, he just became completely weak. And he just crumbled right there. Boom. And he and while I was doing this, I was I was using the sword of the spirit. You know, as Christians, you have to put on the full armor of God every day. And if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you. You you ask the Lord in Jesus' name that he equip you with the full armor of God. And you you start by putting on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, and the feet equipped with the readiness. That's the full armor of God. I might be missing something, but that's how I do it every day. Um, and I'm going off memory, so you can... You should definitely double check or research it. I, I want everybody to research everything that I speak. I don't expect anybody to trust anything that I say or anything in this world. I expect everybody to do their research and do their homework. So I encourage that, you know, and if I'm wrong, let's talk about it, you know, but um, I try to be pretty thorough because I'm I'm using I'm going off of what what's been working for me, you know, so. I don't try to lead anybody astray. I, I want all my brothers and sisters to make it to heaven. This life, there's rules to it. And we're born not knowing. You know, we're born trying to figure it all out on our own. And it's difficult. But if you really pay attention, you see and you overlook your life to where you are now from birth to, to this point you're at now. You'll see that God has actually been assisting you in, in numerous ways. It's just we weren't paying attention to the details, you know. Um, it's the minutia of everyday life. Like we have to, to be intricate and, and, and pay attention to the details. Like we're just looking at a painting and we're just noticing all of the intricacies to it. So, um, so yeah, so. I was able to completely shut this guy down because once I had my hand on his shoulder on his pressure point and I started pushing him down to the ground and it was just like, boom, it was just like a shock of power came out. But I was speaking to him the whole time. You know, I was demobilizing it and immobilizing him by scripture by quoting Bible scripture to him, you know, and that's how I defeated him. And, and our, our tongue is considered a double-edged sword, right? So it can heal or it can destroy, you know, it can bring life or bring death. And, um, there's just a lot of metaphors and parables in the Bible 
And once you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, then the, then the Holy Spirit will help you to decipher the Bible code. So there's levels to this, you know, and uh, it's a learning process. It's like Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. But um, it's an older movie. But every day that we're we awaken, we have another chance to to try again. So I hope that helps.